and welcome back to Local Gems. My name is Ben Barber. I am your host for the show, and I am extremely excited about this episode. I am talking to uh, one of the co-owners, he and his wife, of the Talent Factory here in Rhode Island. Um, I have gotten to know him just a little bit over the last year or so uh, through the Lieutenant Governor's Small Business Town Halls and uh, and, and whatnot. Um, just a wonderful person. This is Hugo I'm so sorry, Hugo. I'm gonna I'm gonna say your last name again wrong. It's uh, Ademes. Ademes. How, how did I get it? it was <laughs> you you were close. So, <laughs> all right, uh, Hugo. Thank you for thank you for joining me. Um, I'm a big fan of everything that the Talent Factory does. Uh, can you can you talk a little bit um, about uh, what it is and how you got started? Sure. Thanks for having me on the show, Ben. Um, so the Talent Factory, we started 18 years ago. Uh, my wife and I started the business and we um, originally we started focusing on education for the performing arts, uh, dancing, acting, singing classes um, and private lessons for children and some adults, but mostly children of all ages. Nice. Um, that is uh, that is something near and dear to my heart. 18 years, you said? Yeah, this is our 18th season. Uh, so you started this when you were 11? <laughs> yes, <laughs> pretty much. I think I was 21 when we opened. That is wonderful. So I, I also, uh, I don't know if a lot of people know this um, anymore because I do like other things other than this, but I started a community theater when I was 17. No way. I don't um, think yeah. I knew that. Yeah. That's so, awesome. So uh, me and my um, me and my best friend Dave, uh, who is the D in D and B Media, um, we started a uh, we started a community theater while still in high school together. He was sixteen, I was seventeen. Um, that was our first business, and uh, and then we went on to start a, a children's theater in, in Westerly um, that's still going strong and stuff. So that's I love awesome. it. We, we both went to New York uh, to to school for acting uh, and musical theater. So I like this is one of my favorite episodes that I've ever done already. Oh, that's great. Um, Thank you, Ben. I appreciate it. How did you get how did you so how did you get into it? Uh well, my wife actually, she she grew up dancing. Her mother owned dance studios back in the uh 80s, uh early 90s. She sold it was called Dance Rhode Island. Um and she grew up in the dance studio and then on my side, my father was a radio personality. Is a radio personality, I should say. And he was also an MC, so he would host concerts. He would bring in concerts, be part of the promoting uh, team, and he would host the events. So I grew up backstage. My wife grew up on stage. That's how we got involved. Very cool. Um, so tell me a little bit more about what the Talent Factory does. Is it more focused on classes? Do you have performances? Like, give me the full, give me the full scope of what happens inside the doors of the factory, inside the, the sure. multiple locations of the factory. Right. Well, you know, the education part is always our strong suit. Uh, we have a team of phenomenal teachers. Um, 
a wide range of teachers with different abilities. That's one thing that we like to always talk about is our teachers focus on their specific um, genre for the most part. Uh, we have teachers that are obviously great at multiple genres, um, but we try to make sure that they teach what they feel most comfortable in and what their strongest suit is, is in. So that's part of what the Talent Factory does. Apart from that, we also focus a lot on performances now. Um, since COVID, we opened a new location where we would like to focus more on performances. Um, that was a big issue for us because during COVID, we were shut down from places to perform. You know, the venues were all closed down. So um, one vision that we've always wanted to do, but we never really had the opportunity to do it, was to open a, a small theater so that we can just do shows as we felt fit and help other performing arts centers um, have shows. So we did that. Now we're in, we're in uh, operation at the new space at 144 Metro Center Boulevard in Warwick. And we're focusing on the performance part of it now, along with the education. This is uh, this is fantastic. Um, I, I absolutely love that. You opened a performance space since COVID, since COVID yeah. started. So yeah. that's that, actually, that's incredible. Yeah. November. November was our opening. We had a few delays. It was supposed to open in September, but you know, there's a, a lot of tape you have to uncover before you can uh, open. Um, probably across the country, but in Rhode Island, you know, you have to just make sure you cross all your uh, T's and dot all your I's. Um, which we did in November and we finally opened and we're planning a, a grand opening event at some point, I believe in March, we're just waiting for the current state to kind of calm down with some of the cases we're seeing. I, I love that. And I look forward to, um, to, to your grand opening. Cause that's, oh, you'll be there, Ben, you'll be there. Don't you worry. <laughs> that's fantastic. That was, uh, that was that was um always a dream and still and still is to have to have your own uh your own theater space your own performing uh your own performing space and having the um control over that and also to be able to help out other entities uh in the area that's amazing i'm really happy that that happened for you guys um thank you and thank kudos you. for doing it kudos for doing it during uh covid because that's that's extraordinary how has the pandemic affected everything that you do well it uh it's been tough uh to say the least it's been tough for i believe all performing arts centers um any any business that's been focusing on group group exercises with children specifically children who were the unvaccinated population for the majority of the pandemic um i think i think we took a big hit and we've had a lot of hurdles to jump um, and we've learned throughout the process you know i think i think the pandemic taught us to diversify for lack of better words right for for the amount of time that we were shut down and all the obstacles we faced we learned we can't just focus on the classroom space anymore right because we're a small business so we have to be able to have multiple sources of of revenue to be able to float what we're passionate about, you know? So we're passionate about the education, um, but the performances definitely help cover the cost for the education. Um, mm -hmm. We're passionate about the education. So the retail part of our business has to help cover the cost, you know? So it's a learning process and we've, we've learned some new things and we're still learning. I, um, <laughs> 
This is this is the I I think that you might be the only guest that I could uh, that I could explain this to, and I'm gonna get some hate from it uh, first first <laughs> from from theater uh, fans, but um, I always I I agree with you, right? Like the one aspect of it needs to help the other aspect of it financially, so that you can uh, build and grow the the way that you want and. And the the arts are are so specific to that because so much of it is um, is not commercialized. It's not for money. You're trying not to do that, and there needs to be things that pay for that so that you can teach these kids, um, you know, and 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 you can give them performances and do all of that. And that's where like the the merchandise and the the retail stuff comes in. Um, I always. Uh, <laughs> I always say anytime that I, so right now, like we're trying to, I love helping uh, nonprofits with the, mm -hmm. with the streaming and the, and whatever that we're doing. And I want to keep that um, as much as possible. I do it for free uh, when I can, um, but to hire other people to do it needs to be something. And to be altruistic, to follow your artistic uh, ideals, to follow your whatever, um, there needs to be uh, some level of some, some, something that floats that boat, right? Profitability. And, yes. <laughs> yeah. And I, uh, I always reference um, Benny in rent. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't think other than, other than, I want to state this clearly, other than wiping out an entire um, tent city of, of homeless, a homeless population, the idea that he wanted to build condos that would keep open the artistic studios for his friends and the people living that lifestyle in New York that were artists that needed a place to make music and needed a place to dance and needed a place. To, I, I've always been like, <laughs> so whenever, whenever a new business thing comes up, I'm like, okay, and then these will be our condos so that we can do this. And I <laughs> right. reference it all the time. Yeah. And people are like, he's the bad guy in the movie. And I'm like, he was misunderstood. He was misunderstood. <laughs> I disagree I that agree. he was misunderstood. But um, but yeah, like so it's it's very important for, for that. Uh tell me a little bit about the retail aspect of it, just because I'm 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 interested in in how that goes for you. Very small, very small. Uh, our retail division of the Talent Factory basically just has the items that children and adults need to be able to perform or take class, right? So we, we cover a range of, um, you know, tap shoes, ballet shoes, leotards, tights, anything, yep. anything they need for class. We, uh, we actually work with Capizio. Um, they have a store in Smithfield uh, called Labrie. Everybody knows Labrie in Rhode Island. They're, they're a great, great store. We love working with them. They're always very supportive of everything we do. Um, so there's a good, good business connection there. And they, they help us out with the retail. And uh, it helps our students. You know, it's a convenience factor. And that's why we do it. Um, I, I once, uh, Capizio is amazing. Uh, they're the best, yeah. Yeah. I once had to walk... Um, some something happened to my shoes during a dance when I was in New York going to school for theater. Um, I had to walk like the 20 blocks home in uh, jazz shoes. 
and I I was like I, mean, I never I wasn't I was not good at it anyway. That was not that was an aspect <laughs> of the of the school that yeah. I had to take that part of the curriculum even That's though right. I did not want to. And um, I was like, this is miserable. And then I I hated them ever since. But I and I had and I ruined them. And then I had to go find the store in in Manhattan. It was terrible. Um, <laughs> Uh, so 18 years is a really long time uh, to be doing this. And what's beautiful about that is that uh, I don't know the age group um, of, of how, how young they start. And I'll get to that in a second. You can answer that in a second. But watching the growth of uh, children grow as performers, but also um, the the wonderful thing about the performing arts is that you're watching them grow in confidence and in their ability to see things through. And like, you know, so many people, they may never be a professional dancer. They may never be a professional actor. They may never be a professional singer, but there's a lot more of a chance that they're going to go get involved in something and be the CEO of a company or the head of a division of something or, or a politician making a difference or this, or the uh, executive director of a nonprofit that's because right. they have confidence from the things that you're teaching them. What is it like? Is it really gratifying watching um, these children grow at no uh, adults through through your programs? No question. You know, occasionally we we hear from some parents once in a while. We'll hear the comments like, you know, my kid's not going to do this as a career. You know, my kid's just trying to have fun, and that's great. You know, we're we're here to have fun. That's a hundred percent of what we do is, you know, education through activities that are fun. Um, but they're going to take away those those things you just mentioned, Ben, of you know confidence, um, the ability to speak in front of a, cl- a crowd. If you can dance in front of a crowd, you'll have no problem talking in front of a crowd, right? Um, taking direction, time management, working with a team—it's just it's it's endless. The uh, the different trades you're going to pick up from being a part of a performing arts program, and I'm not just talking about dance; I'm talking about acting, singing. Um, you know, we have students that do monologues, they'll recite monologues and they'll, um, you know, improv classes, being quick on your feet. There's just so many different things that you can take on for the rest of your life. And yes, you're right. You're probably not going to have a career in the performing arts. You know, it's like making the NBA. It's, it's difficult. It's not an easy task, but it's doable, you know, and, and apart from that, there are other parts in life, other pieces of business that this, this type of activity will, will help you in. Yeah, absolutely. There's, um, there's something beautiful, I think of of the fact that like in the performing arts and, and it's different for every version of performing arts. Um, like this, this isn't necessarily true for people that want to be ballerinas. Um, but, uh, it, you know, in all shapes and sizes, but if you want to play in the NBA and you're not, you know, at least six foot something and a certain genetics, uh, you know, like that really plays against you. And, and there's a, and there's a real legitimate cap to, to, for the majority of people that don't fit a certain mold, um, and in performing arts, you can, you can, it teaches you how to be yourself and do what you're doing um, through the lens of your perspective, through the lens of who you are, what you come with, um, to, you know, what you bring to the dance, literally. Uh, 
And that's probably the, the greatest lesson that I ever learned um, going to school for the performing arts was I had a teacher who was on Broadway and he um, stopped me and said, that scene was great, but you were acting. Please, please, next time you do a scene and forever, remember that like you're who you are and that, like, he was like, you're a big guy. Why are you not leaning into that? Why are you not doing, like, you know what I mean? Like, right. be comfortable with yourself first. Yeah. And um, and it's a beautiful, like, I don't know. I just, I think that there's nothing better than, um, than the arts. And it's really, really important for all, like, if you want to be an engineer, that's wonderful. But, like, mm-hmm. have, knowing and having the confidence in yourself to explain things and, and talk publicly and doing all of that stuff. Like, right. you know, you guys are, you guys are doing some, some very precious work. Uh, yeah, over there thank the you. Thank you. You know, we say things like use the tools in your toolbox, you know, so exactly what you have to offer the person you are, you, you adopt that, you know, and you let mm-hmm. that project through whatever it is you're doing, whether it's a, a song, a dance, a performance, or uh, a book report or, you know, a presentation, a PowerPoint presentation, you know, your humor, your personality is what, that's what keeps people engaged. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I have to wrap up in a minute, but I'm, I, I would love for you to come back maybe, uh, maybe in a couple of weeks, a little closer or after the grand opening. Um, what sort of, what sort of things can people get involved in right now? Well, our, uh, registration is still open. Uh, so we'll continue to take new students into classes uh, will the students that will be in our classes now will perform in um, June for our annual dance recital, which will have our, our new venue on 144 Metro Center Boulevard. Um, so that's still something that people can sign up to. Apart from that, there are other things that we're always doing. There'll be other performances people can attend. There will be um, different, we, we do birthday parties, um, we're planning on doing some comedy shows at the new space. Uh, so it, there's a lot. If you go on our website, talentfactoryri.com, or visit us on Instagram or Facebook, um, you'll see all the content we put out. And there's always something going on. Believe me, I, I don't sleep anymore. There's always something going on. <laughs> I, <laughs> I wouldn't assume that you did. Um, all, of the, all of the links to everything that Hugo and the Talent Factory do can be found in the description of this video or podcast, wherever you're watching or listening to this. Um, Hugo, I am, uh, I'm, I'm always thrilled to talk to another person um, with a love for the arts and uh, even more so um, to someone who has a love for passing, uh, for passing that on to the next generation. Um, and I, I think we should end with this. Uh, if nothing else, um, what you're doing, um, with all of these kids is instilling, uh, more so even than confidence is, is hope, right? It's, it's, uh, seeing something that where, where you were not good at something beforehand, no one walks in and is amazing at whatever it is that they want to do when they walk into the doors of the talent factory, no one is perfect and no one is finished. And in arts and in the arts, you never really get perfect and you never really get finished, but you improve. And, and, and the hope for improvement is something that is instilled in the arts 
every single day and the and and just hope in general and i want to say thank you um on behalf of on behalf of everyone in rhode island for the generation and several generations now yes, um, thank you of of students that you have inspired so thank you you know i appreciate it ben home. i appreciate it i i just i do want to add um yeah. two things to what you just said um you know what we do is we help people become their better selves right so we give everybody you know in life apart from the business we give everybody the opportunity to always be their best person right you give everybody the benefit of the doubt we are here to enhance that at a young age so that these children can believe in themselves moving forward and know that they can always improve everyone can always improve like you said no one's perfect right but we all strive to be better people apart from that i love the fact that rhode island supports the arts uh, it's a big thing in our state i know it's very important to a lot of our um, elected officials so we really love being in rhode island for it um, and i also think there are many, many performing arts centers, dance studios, acting classes that have phenomenal programs. We're in a state where our peers are amazing. You know, if, if you, if, excuse me, if you think your kid can benefit from a performing arts program, you have an array of businesses you can support. And just being involved with any of them, any of them across the state, any program that helps your child with what we just discussed in today's show is a good program. Go for it. You have nothing to lose. Absolutely. Yeah. You throw a rock in Rhode Island, you're going to hit a performing arts school of some, right. of some kind. Um, and, uh, and, and I highly recommend that everybody check out the talent factory. And, uh, and if you're, and if you're wondering about it, ch check out their website um, and go see a performance because if you're wondering if your kid is interested take them to see a performance and see if they say that they want to do it because nine out of 10 times they're going to want to after that. And, and again, they don't fun. need to be professionals. It's so much fun. It's, a lot of it's fun. like, it's like playing sports, but knowing that you're going to win the Super Bowl every year. <laughs> That's it's right. Fantastic. That's right. So uh, thank you, Hugo, please, please come on again. And uh, yes, congratulations you, on all it. of your success. Um, this is, this is wonderful. This is definitely not going to be the last time we talk. Thank you no, so much. I look forward to it. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. You too. Ladies and gentlemen, the Talent Factory, uh, please go support them. What a wonderful organization. What wonderful uh, human beings behind it. This has been fantastic. Uh, truly a local gem. And that's that's why we do this show, so that we could know more about them. And selfishly, it's so that I can know more about them, right? Like I've known Hugo now in passing for, for almost two years and um and 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 to to have that level of conversation and to have that 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 depth and um and and know who he is more and he know who I am more that's the point right and that's the confidence that years and years and years of performing arts training has has helped foster i'm not i don't run a theater right now at all right but i i do you know, I am the the live stream producer for the governor and lieutenant governor, and that's how I know these people. And it's because I have the confidence to to speak out. And um, there's so many things, there's so many wonderful, beneficial things that um, that these organizations give. So please check out the Talent Factory. And uh, if you know anybody that you think any business, any local organization that you think should be uh, spotlighted here on Local Gems, send me an email in the description. We'll see you next week. Mm -hmm.